by just saying Mary is not going to be with us tonight. She is spending some time with family. So mm -hmm. we're happy for her. She is in a warm state on her mm -hmm. way to head back home here. So mm -hmm. um, we do have a guest with us tonight. She's having some technical issues, but um, her name's April. Hopefully she can hop back in here. If you were with us last May, that feels so long ago, mm -hmm. she was with us last May. So we are hoping she can make it back on and all the technical issues get solved and she can join us. Um, so we're excited to have her. But if you are not familiar with Real, welcome to Real Women of Grace. Our purpose here is to live as relatable, empowered, authentic women. We're all about having a safe space where we can just come and connect in conversation about our real life situations, and then just be able to discuss how we can live in our modern world in the light of God's truth. So before we begin, I'm going to go ahead and open us up in a word of prayer, and hopefully April pops back in as I'm praying. Well, Heavenly Father, we just come before you tonight, and we just, first of all, want to give you praise for the opportunity for a new year. It's a new day. It's mm -hmm. new opportunities, Lord, that we have set before mm -hmm. us. We thank you, Lord, that you were with us and you covered us all through 2022. You brought us through. Mm -hmm. And Lord, you are the one that faithfully watches over your people from the beginning of the year to its end. And so we look forward with anticipation for new and great things that you want to do through us and in us this year. We pray for all the women that are listening and tuning in right now and those who might be tuning in later. And we pray that this would be an encouraging conversation for each of them, Lord. And we pray that we would just continue to pursue your will and your plan for us as you have designed us and you've called us according to your purposes, Lord. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, for this time together. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. So we are so excited. Yay! Yay, April. So happy new year. And we're excited to begin the year with you. Um, I love New Year's because it's new horizons. It's new opportunities. It's a chance to go after new big dreams. So everybody knows that New Year's comes with New Year's resolutions. So first question <laughs> of the night here. New Year's resolutions, yay or nay? What do we think? <laughs> no. no. I feel like, I mean, I, I don't know. Some people have to do them. Like they feel like they, they're more productive if they have a goal, even if it's temporary. But I mean, like at this point, it's just habitual fallacy. Like you're just not going to do it. Like stop <laughs> it. You're just not... I, but don't listen to me. I'm a pessimist with the whole, like, let's make a New Year's resolution and the whole, like, let's make a vision board. And people are putting, like, I'm going to have a mansion with six bedrooms. And I'm like, no, you're not. By the end of this year, practically, you are not going to have a six-bedroom mansion. You're just not. And no, you are not going to go to the gym past February. Stop it. <laughs> Like, I am the ultimate pessimist when it comes to that. I'm like, let's be realistic. So I will say that we, our family, we did re-sign up for our gym membership today. <laughs> okay, write in and all, all of us in February, come back and ask Jen in the comments how many times she's come. So yes, we'll see if yes. a couple of people, Only Esther's been here two way. times, right? Gail's been here first. So when you guys all join us in February in the comments, make sure to ask Jen how many times she's went. How many times? 30 right. emails. Did you go to the gym today? I know. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah, I think for me, New Year's, um, especially New Year's Eve definitely looks different now. I think um, as, as a mom too, and also like I just, um, we get to celebrate my father-in-law's birthday. So it just feels like we're celebrating everyone's birthday, Jesus's birthday and Christmas. And then my father-in-law's on New Year's day. So like I had kind of forgotten that it was like New Year's Eve. And I was going to ask a girlfriend if she wanted to go out to eat. <laughs> She's like, it's New Year's Eve. I'm like, Oh, really? Oh, okay. So, but I was still like in bed by 10 um, and the fireworks woke me up at midnight. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really make resolutions. I'm not negative. I just 
I just, I feel like I'm closed, tight knit. It feels like a straight jacket. I want to give myself grace. I do have a planner. I wish we got paid for promotional things, but I love day designer. I got the mini one. It's very exciting. And in the very beginning, I would show you it, but my phone number's in there. In the very beginning, there's a word and I've done intentional before I've done present and this year I did margin. And I know we spoke about that a little bit last month about what is margin balance um, life look like. So that's my word for this year. So I couldn't get past the fact that you said you went to bed at 10 o'clock on Christmas <laughs> Eve. Like I literally couldn't move past oh, that. No, you New Year's Eve. Down the new year. You don't pray into the new year, Nikki J. <laughs> oh my I gosh. I don't think I even seen midnight. Oh my gosh. I'm going to crash your house next year just for that reason. In a while. <laughs> in a while. Yeah, no. Um, maybe if I move the clock. I watched the London one on YouTube. <laughs> looked really pretty. <laughs> I celebrated with the people in London with the queen. And his madness. has passed away. It wasn't me. She's my queen. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oprah says she decided not to do them. Renee said no uh, resolutions as well. Yeah, Re Renee, Renee, you my soul sister. <laughs> Hi, Cindy. And uh, am I saying it right, Katerina? I've decided just to set some small goals for the year. Yeah. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. <clears throat> I think, like, for me, when it comes to New Year's, I don't like the... I don't like the cliche of like new year's resolutions. I think that goal setting is really important though, mm -hmm. but it needs to be more of like a lifestyle, not just something that you do at the beginning of the year. So that's like my thing, but I do love goals. I love, I'm sorry. I do love vision boards and I love things like that. Okay. Uh, and planners and writing it down. Yeah. I'm all about that. Jen, I'm questioning our whole friendship. <laughs> You 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 were against the Instapot last time. Now you're making vision boards. I don't know how we're friends. How is this working? Opposites attract. So there you go. No, I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. So I came across this quote by its well-respected author, speaker, pastor, Craig Groeschel. I follow his podcast pretty religiously. I love listening to him speak. But I came across this quote of his. I want to know what you all have to think about it. Mary's not here, so I'm going to be her Southern. I'm going to say, y'all, I want to know what y'all have to think about it. <laughs> normal people attempt countless goals with limited success. Weird people focus on just one God-given objective with tremendous results. What do you think about that statement? Do you agree or disagree? Well, you all know that I have problems with the verbiage of this of this quote. Um, <laughs> As you <why. laughs> it just sounds very judgmental. It it like suggests this measurement of what's right and what's wrong, and I don't mm -hmm. really like that, especially when it's not like straight from the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um. And maybe it's like the little bit of the rebel in me. Like anytime you tell me something is wrong, I'm like, hmm, I'm going to do the exact opposite of that. <laughs> and maybe that's just me. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. But like in all seriousness, I, I think like the the point of him saying this is that we will be intentional towards our goals. Um, mm -hmm. Kind of like what you were saying, Jen, in the in the opening of like not just saying, oh, I'm going to go to the gym, but like. Mm -hmm. I don't know, planning it out, making sure your day accommodates the time you would need to be at the gym, mm -hmm. making sure yeah. you have the um, gym membership renewed and you have the clothing that you mm -hmm. need and you have the diet that supports you going to the gym at like five o'clock in the morning. I don't know. But I do think that there is um, a necessity <clears throat> to be intentional towards your goals mm -hmm. and that goal should be practical um, and achievable and um I don't know, but I feel like he's kind of challenging us to align our objectives towards what God has purposed us to to be doing for the year, for that particular year. Mm -hmm. It's just the verbiage that he uses yeah. um, makes me, I don't know, mm -hmm. it makes me pause a little bit. Where I'm yeah. like, you could have yeah. said that in a better way. I had to read it like a couple of times because I'm like, is he really using that word? I guess mm -hmm. he is. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Yeah. April, are you able to talk? <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about the quote. <laughs> Let me tell you something about your computer away. You know. April is resilient. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to find a way. I had to restart my computer. Okay. StreamYard updated itself. I don't even know how. Oh, and now we are here. All right. So. All and right. Great things to say. <laughs> and you look fabulous. Indeed. So. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this quote. So, this quote actually reminded me of the song um, Crazy People. You guys mm -hmm. ever heard that song that's on the radio? Mm -hmm. Crazy People Trust in Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. um, that song was on the radio one time, and my daughter was like, why is he saying crazy people? Like, I'm not crazy for trusting Jesus. Like, like my kids, you know, they take those words very seriously. So I can understand why the verbiage would be a little questionable because weird people folk it. Like, no, we're not weird. We are uh, set apart, right? Um, but we're not weird. Certainly we're not crazy. But I actually, this, this quote, I can relate to um, on both sides because I feel like I was, according to him, normal um, for a very long period of my life, very strategic, very um, goal-oriented. Um, and then life happened in a really big way. And I had to focus more on um, what God wants for me. So then I became more weird, according to, um, to Craig. Um, so I can relate to, to both, both ends of this Cool, sure. Yeah. I like how you said set apart though. That's a better that's a better terminology to me this year. Yeah. Okay. So we are gonna dive into the concept of New Year's goals, but from a little bit of a deeper perspective tonight. So as we kind of already introduced, we're going a little bit beyond just the signing up for gym memberships and trying this new diet. And I'm gonna stop scrolling through social media for like three hours a day, you know, whatever whatever it is that you're kind of like resolving to do. Those are not bad goals by any means. Like those are all good goals. We probably should evaluate those areas in our life like very regularly. But as followers of Jesus, we also want to make sure that we're pursuing godly goals. And so let's begin by kind of unpacking and defining like what does that mean? Because godly goal is different than a New Year's resolution. So how would we define what a godly goal is? <clears throat> what do you guys think? And feel free to write in the comments, too, if there's any scripture that pops up, if um, something that guides your question. Um, I like this one. I Yet again, I go back to that New Year's resolution. I think it is like a cliche. I think it just it holds you not healthily accountable. Um, and it sometimes can make you feel so pressured to sort of meet this expectation. And, and then there's no grace in that. Um so for me, I, I feel like I can, I look to Deuteronomy 31.8, which is the Lord himself goes before you and he'll be with you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And I like that just because wherever he is guiding as we're praying and listening and obeying, he's going to be with us. So yet again, that word intentional continues to come up for me personally. And, and I just think a godly goal is a, we need to be seeking the Lord. <laughs> um, you can make, you can make a goal and be like, ah, the Lord told me this, but we really truly need to be spending that time with him, whatever that looks like in the shower, driving in the car, but but really spending time with them to, to take a look at and listen to what it is. As a mom now, I have goals for my son, but if he's not listening, he's going to be running all over. But if I want him to clean up after himself, I have to connect with him, spend time with him, show him. And so that's for me what I, I really think is important of connecting with the Lord to make a, a goal that aligns with, with his will. Yeah. Yeah. I think like to me, the biggest distinction between a godly goal and a New Year's resolution is with resolutions, if you kind of like really break them all down at the core of them, they're all pretty self, you know, motivated. They're self-focused, you know, where it's like, well, I want to save this much money and I want to lose this much weight. And I want to, you know, it's all these kind of like aspirations, but ultimately at the end of the day, they usually tend to just benefit ourselves mm -hmm. and with a godly goal, it's you are aligning yourself to God's will 
and you're asking him like, what is it that you want me to accomplish to further your kingdom mm-hmm. benefit people that are outside of my little world, you know, of like what I want to achieve and what I want to accomplish. So that's what we're going to kind of continue to like dig into as we keep talking. So when we're creating resolutions, the standard process, it kind of begins with self-reflection. You know, a lot of times we're like, okay, I'm at this weight and now I want to be at this weight. I have this much money saved and I want to have this much money saved, or I want to, I have this much debt and I want to get out of, you know, this much debt. But like, if godly goals are different from resolutions, how do we develop those? Like, how do we know what goals God wants us to go after? I think it's important to be spending quality time with God. Um, Nikki kind of touched on this. Like, you need to um, approach it as if you are in relationship with God, because you are. You're building a relationship with Him. I know that that's some sometimes difficult for people to grasp because God is for them is not tangible. They can't touch, feel, and like oh, I'm going to meet God at Paladar today and we're going to have some tacos. Like, <laughs> Wouldn't that be so cool, though? Yeah, you know, the table for two? They're like, Jesus, meet me at Paladar. They're having a lunch special. <laughs> it's the Lord and I. <laughs> it's on his bill. <laughs> he yes. paid it all. Jesus. Yes, he paid it all. Yes. <laughs> But I think if you don't spend that quality time, then it's hard to feel or receive direction to plan out a goal that would align for his overall plan, like Jim was saying. Um, I think uh, the Blackabees talk about in their in that book, Experiencing God, they talk about that, how like we tend to derive our goals from our own passions, desires, what we want to see life happen, how our lives should happen. And God's like, well, that's not what I need to happen in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, we all exist together as a community, as a collective for a reason. If, if it wasn't for that, then, I mean, he would have just left Adam in the garden by himself. <laughs> Clearly community is important. Clearly how we interact with one another is important. So aligning ourselves with his overall plan is essential in, in goal planning. And mm-hmm. um, my son and I are very intentional about that. We have reflective time in the morning where we sit quietly. Um, we may journal, we may play music. He, he more likes the silence. I, I like the worship music. Sometimes I sit in silence. I do for it uh, for about an hour. He does it about for about 30 minutes. And we're just having reflective time that we can have quiet time and hear from God. Um, I think that's important. Sometimes I may have my scripture playing on my version Bible. That's like the best invention ever. Can I just say that? Um, to listen to scripture. Because you know, sometimes reading it, you'd be like this. <laughs> you can change the voices too. Right? It's the best invention ever. But I, I feel like if you're not building relationship with God, you know, you're not spending time with him, it's very hard to, to hear from him and know what that goal or what goal he may have for you. Mm-hmm specifically for this for that year. I mean, I always tell the residents, I'm like, if you're praying and every time you pray what God is saying to you aligns with what you want, you're probably not hearing from God. That is your own self-consciousness telling you to do what you, because God says no a lot and he says maybe a lot. Mm-hmm. So spending time to, to get to know him, to know his character, to really hear from him um, is how you can, can tr- truly cultivate a godly goal. Mm-hmm. So just so I'm going to take it back a little bit. Right. I'm going to take it back to before I understood how important time with God really was, like not just time in church, going to church every Sunday, but individual time with God uh, really was. When I say God will, his will is going to be done like his will is going to be done. You know what I'm saying? Even if we are even if we don't even know how to actively seek him. Mm-hmm. His will is going to be done, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so, one thing that I've appreciated, just as Dr. Tisha was saying, is the private time to be able to hear him clearly. But I'm also appreciative for the times that I have not been actively seeking him, and he still put me in position mm-hmm. for his will to be done, put me mm-hmm. in a place where it made me look up and say, "Oh my God, wow! Look at where I. How did I even mm-hmm. hear what? Right." <laughs> Um, when you have a heart and not necessarily all the 
the tools are not a complete understanding of all the tools just yet. But when you have a heart that you've surrendered to the Lord, mm -hmm. he will make it clear to you. He will pull mm -hmm. on your heartstrings and say, hey, mm -hmm. maybe you should fast. You know, mm -hmm. maybe you should turn down your plate. Maybe you shouldn't listen to that song in particular. Maybe that show mm -hmm. is not for you. Holy Spirit will convict you and you mm -hmm. will start to see a difference in your walk, in your relationship. And things do become clearer. Um, mm -hmm what God's plan for our mm -hmm. ultimate goal is for us to see Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's, that is the God goal. That's, mm -hmm. that goal. That's the godly goal. Um, mm -hmm. Everything else in terms of like, you know, the new year. Oh no. Resolutions no. And stuff like that. Those are just as that stuff to satisfy. Oh no. Did I go out? No, you're Am good. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You're on a roll. <laughs> um, <laughs> those are those are more the things to satisfy us, our flesh, and how we fit into this culture. Um, but understanding that the goal is to see Jesus—that is how we fit into mm -hmm. the culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, indeed. I like how Doctor T you had mentioned experiencing God, and I yet again this whole year, and especially I think even starting during COVID, for me, the journey of like being able to, as you and April have said, like that intentional time with the Lord, however it may look. And I think we spent a lot of time with ourselves, by ourselves with the Lord during COVID. And a lot of the questions and they, they say it in alpha, my alpha plug, like, why am I here? Like, what's my purpose? Lord, what do you want me to do? Um, and a book that we read during residency and then also a book that I had done during COVID with my ladies group was Discerning the Voice of God. Um, and I was blown away by not only how she writes, because I, I listened to her on like YouTube, but like to read a book, it was great, but also just her relationship and looking at how to build your relationship with the Lord even deeper. Um, it blew me away, but also just that prayer time. Um, so throughout that, I was able to just be, for me personally, praying, asking the Lord for guidance, which is then how I ended up in the residency. I was very clearly able to see that direction where I'm like, Lord, what do you want me to do? And he's like, know me more. I'm like, okay, well, I'm reading every day. I'm worship songs. Like, I, He's like, know me more. I'm like, what does that even mean? And then, you know, joining the residency and then I, what I loved about experiencing God was um, that was something I could do myself individually where discerning the voice of God was nice as well, I forgot who said it in community. Um, so it's nice to not only be connecting with the Lord, praying with him individually, seeing where he's guiding you, but also having friends to say, hey, the Lord's telling me this. Would you be praying for me for this? And I remember having friends being like, the Lord's wanting me to, to, to join residency, to do school of ministry. Like, I don't want to, I'm very scared. I'm not sure. Can you pray? And I think that's where we can come together as friends and, and sisters in Christ and be really praying and connecting with each other. So mm -hmm. that helps you with your God goals. In the chat, Tanya and Katerina both know the song you're talking about, April. Yes. <laughs> Tanya said it's her ringtone. I need to I need to Google it. Oh yeah, Tanya said it's her ringtone. What song is that? Can you sing it? Can you sing it, April? If you have some time to sing. What is huh? Can you just oh, sing it for I was crazy. Trust in Jesus. Oh ever he leads them. Some, I might be making yes. that up. But something like that. <laughs> I might be making that up. Okay. <laughs> Just making up songs tonight. <laughs> Not copyright. Check out my cereal. Like, sing that again one more time. <laughs> I'll send it to you. So, we've all been called to be like Jesus. But our unique calling is not a one size fits all. So just as Nikki, as you were talking about, like praying, like in your alpha question, like what on earth are we here for? So our purpose is in essence the same because we are all called to bring glory to God and advance mm -hmm. the kingdom. But that path and how we go about that is going to look different for each of us, depending mm -hmm. on what specific calling he's placed on our lives. But if we're going to talk about, you know, godly goals, how do we identify what our unique godly goals are. So Romans 12 talks a lot about different gifts, right? If you have the gift of prophecy, you should prophesy. If you have the gift of 
uh, being generous, then you should give. It, in and how all of us have different gifts. Um, when you, one thing that I'm learning is the more that I spend time with Jesus, the more that I'm fasting, the more that I'm becoming sensitive to His voice. Mm. The more I am hearing my own body, right? Mm -hmm. When I feel something very strongly, very deeply, like at the pit of my stomach, in my heart, mm -hmm. I know that I am called to that, or I am, there is something in that area that I need to be attached to because mm -hmm. I can feel it, right? Mm -hmm. um, so all of this is still pointing back to spending time with the Lord because our own flesh, just because we desire mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that it is purposeful for us or meant for us, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to be able to discern, right? Mm -hmm. And say, Holy Spirit, is this, is this for me? Is this the, the direction mm -hmm. for me? I know for a fact, when I see a little baby, okay, <laughs> I... I, I am the person in the, the creepy woman in the store that's like, oh, your baby's crying. Do you want me to take the, I can, <laughs> it's fine. Give your baby to me. You know, I'm the one being creepy about that. But that is a part of my purpose mm -hmm. on this earth, uh, nurturing and loving mm -hmm. on littles. I mean, it just, mm -hmm. it just is. Mm -hmm. And when you lean into that and give that to the Lord, say, okay, hey, obviously this is one of the reasons why you put me here. Um, then it's just beautiful to be able to walk in that, you know, because mm -hmm. I'll see that baby. I will. I have seen it firsthand with my <laughs> own son. She just <laughs> is just the Mary Poppins. And I've seen yes. it in the childcare. These kids are just. <laughs> I will say April though, when you're in the store, just don't be playing that one crazy song you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> She's playing a crazy song, and there's like a, a trail of children behind her. <laughs> oh my gosh, so creepy, right? <laughs> so I borrowed this from um, his name's Eric Reese, and he talks about discovering your shape, and shape is an acronym. And so S is spiritual gifts, just like you mentioned, April. H is heart. So like basically like what are you passionate about? Kind of identifying like what do you love? Like you mentioned, you know, kids, babies, you know, what are your abilities? So it's like what are these God-given talents that you have? Um, maybe something that's really unique to you. It's not something that maybe everybody has. Like not everybody is an encourager. Not everybody has a tangible, even tangible gifts. Like maybe someone like can cook or bake really well or, you know, whatever it might be. And then your personality, um, you know, depending on whether you're introverted or extroverted, do you love to do public speaking or would you rather work more like kind of behind the scenes because that's just suits your personality better. And then your experiences. And I think experiences is such a huge one to me because I think that a lot of times we find so much of our ministry in the areas where we've been broken and God has taken you through that experience on purpose, not just to draw you closer to him and make you more like him, but because he wants you to serve and minister to other people through whatever brokenness he's allowed you to walk through and experience. And especially if he's, you know, when he brings you to the other side of that, you can meet somebody then that's either at the beginning or in the middle of where they're at. And I think that when you can kind of sit down and identify those things, it it really does help lead you and point you into a direction of what God has created, you know, for you to do. And it always aligns like with prayer, like absolutely, like we have to be spending time with God. But there's, it's not a coincidence that, if like God gave me the passion to minister to women that he's placed me in women's ministry, you know? So like we, there's just certain things, or if you like, like Nikki, like you love outreach. So he's placed you in a ministry of outreach. So it's just, I think that that's something that's really valid that we can be looking at um, just to help us um, get a, maybe a clearer understanding of what God has um, for us and things. So, all right. I want to I want to keep moving on. So one of the ways that we can get a better understanding of how God wants to use us is by praying that maybe he reveals a word for you for the year. So <clears throat> you kind of shared your word a little bit already. <clears throat> jumping the gun here. But um, 
this is a practice that really helps us because it kind of gives us a central focus of how God is speaking to us and maybe what he might want us to do for him. Like, I think a lot of times if he does give you a word, you pray for a word and he gives you a word, it kind of gives you a little bit of a direction of maybe what goal he wants you to accomplish this year for him. So has God revealed a word to you yet? You're, you're tuning in, share if you prayed for that, or if you've never prayed for that, share that and, you know, let us know if it's something that you want to do. And if so, share the word that you believe that God is giving you. Mm-hmm. So what about, you? well, Nikki, you shared just, can you remind us again though? What did you say your word was? Yeah. So this year my word is margin. Um, so we had talked in December about margin and I, I think my, my word last year was being present, I think it was, or intentional, one of those, I can't remember. But throughout both of those, it was just really nice now seeing how important it was just to be intentional in everything that I was doing, um, really releasing control. I feel like last year, like I said, he, I had hands open. I was going to put a um, the Bible verse in Proverbs 16, 9. Um, I am a planner. I love planning, but it's so nice to, to know that the Lord's plans are greater. Um, and it's not a cliche. It's the truth. He has great and amazing um, plans for us. And to be able to hear those plans, being able to be intentional and spending time with him. So I, I think for me, um, as I move to 2023, having margin, ensuring that kind of time management, that balance, what that looks like. But it was nice having those words all the other years to, to focus in on. And am I being intentional? Am I being intentional? I, I think intentional was 2020 because that's when you couldn't have more than 10 people in your house. And I used to have parties where we have like 50 people in our house. And then the rule in Ohio, so everyone joining Ohio was like 10. So I was like, oh man, I got it. I count, my husband counts, that's two. So I can only invite eight people. So being intentional about who I was spending time with and then the other word being present. Now having my son hiding my phone, being present with him, being present with my friends. Um, yeah, so that's just what I felt like the Lord is prompting. And it really, it really encouraged me to seek him more as I focused on those words and with friends and family. What about you, ladies? Uh, last year, my word was um, gleaning. Like I had me just kind of, he was stripping away a lot. Mm. Not gleaning. What was it? That was this year. I can't remember what the exact word, but he was um, pruning. Sorry, that's the word. Yeah, pruning. I was going to say shucking. No, pruning. He was stripping away a lot of things in my life. Um a lot of relationships ended and um, it was difficult. I was not enjoying the pruning process, but being on this, I think probably by July of, of 2022, I was like seeing the fruits of that pruning. Um, and I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. Like <laughs> my branch feels much lighter now. <laughs> <laughs> Your fruit is like popping. Right. That little new bud down at the yeah. end. Okay. <laughs> you got a new pot. Right. right. <laughs> um, but this year it's been miracles, which makes me a little hesitant hmm. because I know um, just from studying the Bible so many years and, and learning about it academically, I know that miracles um, require suffering. And I'm like, wasn't the pruning enough suffering? Like, does that mean more suffering is going to come so the miracle can happen? Uh, um, I mean, because miracles are just opposed to um, suffering, just as light to dark, black to white, like you have to have, you can't have one without the other. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it will just be like miracles from beginning to end and that my past suffering has invested in the miracles that's going to come in 2023. <laughs> it's like I made an investment and now this is my dividends. <laughs> <laughs> but we shall see. So yeah, my, my cash my, in. Right? <laughs> this year is, is miracles. It came mm. at the top of the year and I've just kind of like, yeah. I believe in God um, revealing things to you through other people, through um, interactions, and it just keeps coming up. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. Lord, I received that. Mm-hmm. This year is going to be miracles. I received that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to lean into that and walk in that, um, mm-hmm. that Matthew 14, stepping out on the water. I'm like, all right, Jesus, I'm out here. Mm-hmm. Don't hold me up, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I call them golden nuggets. I feel like sometimes the Lord places things, like you said, Dr. T, other people will share things with you and you're like, oh, that's a golden nugget. So I call them golden nuggets. And in my journal, I'll put a star at the top and like write them where I'm like, Lord, I think you were speaking to me because you spoke to me another way and I didn't listen. So you tried again with my friend or or a sign or something like that. So yeah, golden nuggets. <laughs> You know, when I like initially started praying for it and I I honestly didn't pray like super heavy for a word yet, but the word that just kept coming up was seek. And I was like, oh, that's like, I feel like that's lackluster, Lord. I don't know. Like, I don't, it just sounds like a boring word. Um, What did you say? Jim, that is hilarious. You told God that the word he gave you was boring. That's so (laughs) Wait, what did you say? Seek less Seek. Seek, just seek. seek. But you it, called it what? That's it. It's a little lackluster. To me, it just sounds like, oh, that sounds like a lot of work, but not like, I don't know. It, it's I like miracles. Like that was a good word. I was like, yeah, like that's a nice word. I wish <laughs> I could remember the word. But I, so I'm not really sure exactly what seek means just yet. The, the first thing that initially came to mind was Jeremiah 29, 13, and says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, that could mean so many different things. I don't know if it's meaning that he just wants me to seek deeper relationship with him, which, you know, is always the case. I mean, God like always wants us to have deeper relationship with him. Or is it also like, okay, I want you to seek me because I, I've got, you know, steps for you that I want you to specifically take and I don't know if it's even just this really broad, like, it, it may not even be like one big thing that happened this year. It could just be like in really small things, mm-hmm. you know, like it's like, just seek me every day because there's something that I want to reveal to you, something I want to teach you, something I want to show you or an opportunity I want to give you. And I want you to seek me. And that way he knows like I'm in step, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. wherever it is that he has mm-hmm. for me that given day or that given season. Mm-hmm. So still praying through that still, you know, open, you know, if he decides to change that word. <laughs> but, um, but I find that the Lord does prompt us in the way that he wants us to go. Like Nikki, you're mentioning like, oh, sometimes, you know, he, I didn't listen to him over here. So he kind of nudges you over here or uses, you know, other people. Mm-hmm. A lot of times he uses other people to, mm-hmm. you know, to kind of tell us like what direction he's trying to speak to us. So do you sense any kind of godly goal that the Lord's already prompting you to go after this year? April, like you want to speak up. So the scripture, <laughs> I know. Well, you know what? Because my, it, my internet keeps going out. Um, so I keep having to like jump in and figure out where we are. But that, that is good nonetheless. Um, so. Oh, no. Oh, no. We're losing her. You're okay. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I'll jump in, and if she comes okay. back on, I'll, I'll yeah, tap yeah. out. Tap out, okay. Yeah. I'm, you know I'm fine with tapping out. Because <laughs> I talk a lot anyway. <laughs> me too. <laughs> but as I was, as I previously stated, God really had me in a pruning state last year. Mm-hmm. So he would have me heavily in John 15, specifically John 15, one through six, and kind of really narrowing it and focuses on the last two of five and six. Mm-hmm. Um. So this year he's had me and Ruth and me and Ruth have a love hate relationship. Everybody that knows me knows that I have a love hate relationship with Ruth. And I'm like, Jesus, why? Jen even made me speak on Ruth last year. Remember that, Jen? I remember. I was like, I want to speak on Esther. And she was like, no, you want to speak on Ruth. Um, so God has, you must've been hearing from God last year to prep me for this year. Um, 
but God has me and Ruth right now. And um, I'm just really trying to be faithful in gleaning in the areas where he sends me. Um, because I know Ruth, Ruth's story. Oh, she's back. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to tap out. I'm going to tap out. Yep. Okay. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I'm going to go. Um, so the scripture that is really, um, he's really got me in Romans 12. Okay. So Romans 12 and two, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So for, for me, that's it. That's what it is. That There it is, right? Those are the steps. That's the end game, right? Mm-hmm. Is to present yourselves as a living, as a living sacrifice. That's mm-hmm. the one. Um, so that our minds can be transformed, right? Transformed mm-hmm. by the renewing of our minds. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I feel like the last year, the last year and a half, there was a lot of grace that God extended me. Because, mm. You know, he extends grace to all of us, but certainly him, we both know um, the grace that he oh, no. extended oh. to me while I was through coming out of, let me know, am I back? Am I back? Yes. yes. Well, keep going, keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. Okay. <laughs> um, coming out of what felt like bondage, right? Um, mm-hmm. taking time to really dive in and for him to just like hold me close and to um, mm-hmm. pull me closer to his heart and to mm-hmm. heal. And so now it's like, okay, cool. We're out of that. Okay, now boom. <laughs> okay. Because mm-hmm. um, there's stuff to be done on this earth. There are things, my will, right? His will mm-hmm. um, needs to be approved, right? Through us. Mm-hmm. So we open ourselves up to be living sacrifices, holy and acceptable mm-hmm. um, unto him. Um, then his will can be approved. Good, pleasing, mm-hmm. and perfect will. So that is my, that's what pr- God is prompting me for this year is, mm-hmm. um, okay, go deeper. Mm-hmm. Go deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think that looks like for you? Jeez, what does that look like for me? That looks like fasting. That looks like um, mm-hmm. being really intentional, intentional about my Sabbath. Um, you know, and I, and I mean, really be intentional about myself, like Mm -hmm. no work, no, Mm -hmm. you know, literally spending time with work in worship. For me, it's easy to spend time in worship because I'm a worshiper. Right. Mm -hmm. So then what does that really look like to go deeper? Right. Like, okay, that's cool. That's cute. That's not okay. But more. (laughs) So I don't even know what that means yet, but I'm open Mm -hmm. to it. I want him to take me to that place. I want to be behind the veil. I want to be in that Mm -hmm. secret place. Uh, where it's just him and I literally where there's nothing else. All I hear is the sound of heaven. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want to be at his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, so making sure that I'm carving out that time to spend with him mm-hmm. um, in my word, not just mm-hmm. reading the, the scripture of the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I did consistently last year was I before I would get out of bed, I get up very early before I would get out of bed, I would listen to a sermon like an hour long sermon, lay in the bed, put my earbuds in and listen mm-hmm. to an hour long sermon. You know what I'm saying? And then really mm-hmm. chew on that all day, really pull mm-hmm. pieces from it all day. Um, mm-hmm. So back to that and just, just going deeper. Mm-hmm. Can I just say real quick, April, that like, I think that a lot of times when we think, and I feel like I'm just as guilty when I like, you know, I'm upset with his seek word that he gave me. Mm-hmm. I think that when we think of like godly goals, we always kind of picture like the really big things, you know, like, mm-hmm. like I'm going to go preach to the masses and I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, like the mm-hmm. stories in the Bible and things, you know, where, Oh, like the 500 are fed and, you know, mm-hmm. we have like these big goals and it's not a bad thing that we want to do big things for God, but sometimes because God knows us so well and he knows not only what he wants to accomplish in us and through us, but what we also need. And sometimes what we need before he's getting ready to maybe launch us into something else. Mm-hmm. Is first focus on being in that secret meeting place with him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I love the picture that that gives. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, like Sabbath and everything, just we are so go, 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 busy, busy. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I'm not asking you to do more stuff for me right mm-hmm. now. I just need you to spend more time with me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
right? Right? I mean, to be honest with you, when I first found out what this topic was about, about Mm -hmm. goals, I was like, I don't even really connect to this right now in this season Mm -hmm. of my life. Because again, there was a season where this social media and our culture tells us to be boss mom, boss wife, Mm boss woman. You got to be able to do 500 things at once Mm -hmm. and be this image. And God is like, I even tell you to do that. Right. You're stressing yourself out over something I never even told you to do. Right. I told you to seek me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I told you to do. That, that's where your peace is and your joy is and your purpose mm-hmm. and provision. Mm-hmm. That's provision. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes we do look at this big picture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Nikki, you, every time you do that, I'm like, oh, I'm frozen. Sometimes we are big picture when really it's moment by moment mm-hmm. life is hard already right mm-hmm. so sit down a five-year plan a 10-year plan sometimes guys like let me just hold you for these five minutes mm-hmm. give me five minutes let me get you through these 10 minutes you know mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. yeah i like that you had said april how as you've been going on this journey i just love how a you're just so honest and transparent how you are here is how you are like at my house or how you are at the child care but i love how you had said that he had um been taking you and releasing you from bondage. And I think for me, this question um, uh, really has shown me and and even in my personal goals that there's some areas in my life that are also holding me back. And for me to completely run with him the race, I need to take these weights off. I mean, that's great to strengthen yourself, but like, I, I want to run as fast as I can, but I have like, you know, every, things holding me back. So for sure, for me, just um, taking a look at the things that are, and for me, it's the lies that the enemy whispers um, for me, um, that I am not worthy, I'm not smart enough, um, there's other people that can do it. And, you know, really, I think it, you know, those like little things you buy from like the drugstore and, and you like scratch it off and it releases something. Like, <laughs> I think of it now as positive, but like you, I'm, 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 I'm seeing these and I'm um, scratching them off. And if it says unworthy, I'm like, okay, I am worthy. I'm finding my truth in him. Um, you know, I'm not able to do something. I'm not smart enough. I'm, you know, erasing that and, and seeing the truth. And so I think that's also just those little mini steps, those little mini goals that the Lord gives us where he's like, hey, I made you beautifully and wonderfully made. I want you to trust me in that. But if there are some things that are holding you back, like I will release you from those bondage as kind of, you know, what you had said, Jen, as you seek me. And um, I I think that helps as as we continue to listen or if we haven't heard from whatever the goal might be, releasing us from things that could hold us back to what we are are doing. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just want to jump in and thank Marianne for the book. Suggestions she put in the chat. I'm going to check it out. It's The Gospel of Ruth by Carolyn Custis oh. James. Ooh, I'm going to check it out. Have, Add it to my reading list. Oh, I'm sorry. Hmm? Did you have anything else to say um, about Ruth? We didn't go. I wanted to kind of go back to that because I don't think I didn't we really. You we don't know, like her. Me and Ruth, my friends, we're going to break up her. <laughs> I was hoping that, you know, God would prune her off my branch last year too, but he did. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but I mean Jen you know this Jen and I recently had coffee and I was like vomiting my plight with the whole Ruth conversation to her um and she's had to listen to me probably for a year now um complain about Ruth there's just so many things about her story that I don't like I'm like some man comes and rescue her and as a feminist that makes me angry like I've had challenges with my past mother-in-law. Like, no, I don't want to follow her anywhere. Like, I'm being completely candid right now. Um, But those were all my plights with Ruth. And God was just really asking me to dig deeper into the story and, and her journey. And, you know, really think about the story of Ruth. I think sometimes we do focus on Boaz so much Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, but the book is called Ruth. God really mm-hmm. wants us to pay attention to Ruth's journey and focus mm-hmm. on her journey, mm-hmm. um, her obedience to a God that she doesn't really know, mm-hmm. um, her willingness and faithfulness to go to a place she's never been to with the prospect that she may not find a husband. And during that time, culturally, you needed 
a male figure in your life to survive, just to survive, just to have income and food and, and shelter. Um, you needed a man in those times just for basic living necessities. Um, so I'm just really trying to lean into what God is trying to convey to me through the story of Ruth. Um, I am not focusing on the Boaz part of it, but God may take me there. Um, <laughs> But I am being intentional on gleaning in areas where I normally would not. Um, I, I've had my planning for the new year professionally usually starts the year before. Mm -hmm. um, and there have just been a lot of opportunities that have been um, that I've been asked to be a part of that I normally would be like, I don't know if I really want to do that. Like, <laughs> um, I sometimes come from a place of no when I don't know all of the details, because I'm, I'm like Nikki, I'm a planner. I need to know all the logistics. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I dro drove April crazy just this past week. I, I was texting her a million things like, well, what about this? Well, what about this? And what about this? <laughs> and, and on the opposite, I'm like, oh, we're just gonna. <laughs> but, but I do think that one of the just kind of on a, on a little bit of a tangent, I do think that the reason why the Lord has brought you ladies into my life is for those reasons, because those are some areas where I'm challenged in and you guys take me out of my comfort zone where April will be like, well, whatever. And I'll be like, um, but, but what are we doing though? <laughs> 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 Balance. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, God is really causing me to glean in areas that, I just really normally would not. I like for all my ducks to be in the row in a row. Um, I'm not. I am a risk taker sometimes, um, mm -hmm. but that's after I have weighed it so many times in my mind, played out every possible scenario. Um, that's usually my my approach towards risk. So so yeah, God is just calling me to glean in areas where I wouldn't normally. Glean, and I am being obedient and following that, mm -hmm. having a good time. Honestly, like, awesome. um, God is just challenging me in new ways, and I'm actually enjoying it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I may like Ruth by the end of the year. I don't know. Yep, <laughs> we'll see what happens. I believe it. He's gonna redeem Ruth for you. I tell you. <laughs> so, well, on that note, because we're talking about Ruth. But I think that God speaks a lot to us through his word and it's very rich. I mean, his word says that it is alive and active. So mm -hmm. it's not just these words that were written centuries ago and they have no meaning or application to us today. And I'm a very firm believer that while I think that Bible has cultural and historical context, there are times when God can speak to us through his word that in, is in a way that is just fitting and it speaks directly into like what we're going through, like our situation. So is there a verse that you can say ties to your godly goal or your word for the year? I can take a, a stab at what you're going to say, Tisha. <laughs> Just a hunch. I have reread the book of Ruth. Um, probably I'm on my sixth go around, I think. Wow. Um, but God really has been has been kind of highlighting Ruth 116, Ruth mm -hmm. 212, 222, mm -hmm. and um 311 and 318. He literally just keeps bringing me back to those passages within the book. Um, even like if I go do a devotional, I'm like, Dad, that devotional just pulled from Ruth 212. Jesus, what are we doing? <laughs> um, there it is again. Right? So it's just, or I'll like um, listen to a message like April was saying, and the person will pull from Ruth. And I'm like, God, like, I got it. Like, we don't, we don't need to keep doing this, Jesus. I got it. Okay. Like, stop it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, just really leaning into that more. Um, mm -hmm. The one he really keeps hammering to me is that like by the end of the by the end of it, it will all be resolved and redeemed. Mm -hmm. like, it just keeps me there mm -hmm. by the end of it. And I've been on a really long journey um, since December of 2020, 2021. What year are we in? Oh my gosh. I know, right? 
<laughs> um, uh, there was a drastic change in my life. Um, as I said, God pruned a lot of relationships in my life. And, um, and he just keeps saying to me, by the end, all will be redeemed. Mm-hmm. By the end. Like he just keeps saying that to me. So, you know, by December, December 2023, who knows what his <laughs> life is going to look like. <laughs> but I will say that there are some passages that I carry with me every year. God just continuously brings them back to me, which is Colossians 3, 23 and 24. So it's like whatever you do, do do your works to the Lord and not to man. Um, and he will reward you and like kind of guarantee your inheritance through that. So not pleasing man with my efforts, but, you know, sometimes people think I'm crazy, like you doing what? And I'm like, God told me to do it. Um, I'm going to be obedient and do it. The other is Habakkuk 317 through 18. Um, that has just been my go to verse that like no matter what happens, I'm going to glorify the name of the Lord. And last year was a crazy year. 2020 was a crazy year for me. And I was just glorifying the Lord. I, I kept telling people at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. People were watching a lot of things happen to me. And I was like, by the end, no matter what happens to me this year, mm-hmm. I'm going to glorify the Lord. Mm-hmm. God will always be able to look at me and say, oh, yeah, she's doing what she's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I want to, to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful mm-hmm. servant. I want to hear those words. Mm-hmm. I want my behavior to be pleasing to him. At the end of the day, when I lay my head on my pillow, I want mm-hmm. to like myself. So mm-hmm. I, I try to position my behavior and my life to 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 bring about those results. So I, I Habakkuk 317, 18 mm-hmm. has been. Um, a passage that holds dear to me with regards to that. And then Matthew 14, 29 and Luke 5 is when God is challenging your faith, kind of step out, follow me and keep your eyes on me. He tells um, Peter, step out to the water, focus on me. And then in Luke, he tells Simon Peter, throw, go back out into the deep of the water and throw your net again. I mean, those two men are like, Jesus, what? What? <laughs> go find this parking spot and now, now a day and age. He's like, right. over there where it's really crowded. You're like, Right, right, Nikki. He'd be like, "You need to walk. Go ahead, park all the way at the end of the parking lot and walk past all space right there." Like, (laughs) indeed. And these are those passages with me um, every year. They're they're my go-to passages to to stay close to God and Mm -hmm. make sure I'm aligning with His will and His Mm -hmm. character. Well, I'm going to share briefly, and I'm going to read out of my my OG Bible here. Um, she got the old lady Jesus I Bible right now. I, I really do. I large print? Why is it so all, all I need are some bookmarks with tassels, and I would be all set. Maybe you say, why is it so big? It, I know. It's huge. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's falling apart, but I just love it. But... God, my whole my whole ministry, my call to ministry aligns a lot to um, Joshua. Uh, just the whole story of Joshua. That is, um, I feel like what he where he's called me. So, my verse for this year, even like seek. I know I talked about that verse in Jeremiah about seeking the Lord, but um, he also brought me back to Joshua, and it's Joshua one eight. It says, uh, "Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it." then you will be prosperous and successful. And I feel like when that's part of like my seeking the Lord is just being continually in his word, because mm-hmm. that is, it's, it's his way of communicating to me. It's teaching me his character. It's writing his truths on the tablet of my heart. This is like the most precious thing that we have. And um, I don't even know if we fully treasure it the way that, mm-hmm. that we really should. And so that is going to be something that I'm going to be doing this year is to really dig deep to study and just not just meditate on his word, but really memorize it, like memorize it like really well. Like I'm talking about like back in Sunday school where you earn like candy and badges, you know, because you knew your Bible verse. Like I want to be able to quote it and reference it um, so that I can pull it out of my pocket whenever I need it. So your sword. That's exactly. That's for me. But guys, man, we are, we blew through an hour. It is like a minute over. I don't normally do this, but I have confidence that you would be able to lead us out really well. April, would you mind closing us in prayer? Absolutely. 
Oh, Lord, we just thank you. Um, first of all, God, we thank you for being a God who is always with us. God, as we mentioned earlier, Lord, that you never leave us. You never forsake us. You never sleep. You never slumber. God, while we're down here trying to figure out what, who, what, where, how, when, you are right there with us. You are mm -hmm. a very present God. You are in the fire with us. You are walking mm -hmm. At times you are carrying us, God. So we thank you, Lord, that you are so mm -hmm. faithful to us. Lord, we thank you that there is no answer that we cannot find in you. We thank you that you've already opened the door for us. You said to seek. Um, you, you said that you would be there whenever we look to find you, God. You said that when we pray that you would hear us. So God, as we are living this life day by day, Lord, just wanting to be pleasing to you, God, although we know that there's nothing we can do to make you proud because you're already so proud of us, we're already in your hands. God, we thank you, Lord, that you have given us tools, Lord, that we can do so that in the end, we can hear you say, well done my good and faithful servant, God, because ultimately that is the goal. That is what we want to hear. We mm -hmm. want to be with you and your son, Jesus in heaven, God. So as we go, Lord, we just pray, Lord, that the words that have been spoken tonight, Lord, that they rest in our hearts, Lord, and in, in your daughter's hearts, Lord, God, so that we can start to feed on them, God. And I pray that everybody that's online and everyone that hears this, God, that they there's something in them, Lord, that sparks, Lord. Uh, make it clear to them, Lord. Make it clear to us, God, as we continue to seek you and sit at your feet, God. Make it clear to us, Lord. Um, we love you and we thank you for your love. In mm -hmm. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, everyone. Just thank you for being real with us this month. Looking forward to a conversation again next month. Blessings on you. Happy New Year once again. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.